Hello, this is Christine, physical therapist and creator of Aging with Ability, where my goal is to provide encouraging resources for older adults to improve their health and age well. Today is Wonderful Wednesday on the podcast, which means it's a day to dive into a miscellaneous topic that doesn't fit into Memory Monday theme or Fitness Friday theme. So I hope you enjoy. Today I want to talk about health literacy. So let's first start out with a definition of health literacy. The Health Resources and Services Administration, the HRSA, defines health literacy as the degree to which individuals have the capacity to obtain, process, and understand basic health information needed to make appropriate health decisions. The HRSA also notes that this can particularly impact older adults and people with low socioeconomic status. So let's think about health literacy as a concept now that we talked about a diagnosis. So understanding basic health information enough to make appropriate health decisions is in the definition. So think about when you go to the doctor's office and they're explaining a new diagnosis to you and maybe they're using some terminology that you don't understand. Are you asking for clarification or are you nodding along and waiting to leave? Are you looking up those terms later or calling back to ask a question? Those are ways you can deepen your health literacy, especially when it comes to new health information that you're receiving from a healthcare professional. So again, kind of the practical implications is potentially not understanding a health condition you have or not being able to access resources fully to treat the condition because you're not sure where to turn or what to even look into. Not understanding a medical decision and all the implications it, implications it entails, such as a procedure or new medication and potential risks and side effects. So this goes back to that understanding part and whether or not you're truly making informed consent when you're talking about a procedure or taking a new medication, you might not understand fully all the side effects because it hasn't been presented to you in a way that makes it easy to understand. Also the reduced ability to access helpful resources because you might not even know what would be helpful. And just this limits your communication. It limits that level of understanding between you and your healthcare provider. And it can definitely lead to decisions being made that are not the best at that time possibly. So terminology is one of the ways that we can improve health literacy. So by educating yourself about different terms, asking questions while you're there at that visit, or looking up some of those later. Um, definitely as a healthcare provider, um, we can ensure we are explaining concepts at an appropriate level with our patient, taking into consideration age, educational background, language barrier, or cognition that might impact whether or not they're understanding a complex concept. Um, I also like to ask my patients every session whether or not they have questions. So even if I asked it on the last visit and we're doing a lot of similar things from visit to visit sometimes, I want to make sure that they know I'm open to being asked questions and to make sure that I can explain things in a way they understand. And also as a physical therapist, I see people twice a week typically, and a lot of doctors are not going to see you more than once every six months or once a year, depending on how many follow-ups you have with them, or if you have a chronic condition versus just an acute condition. So I have the opportunity of seeing people twice a week for a few months at a time. So I think that helps me form that relationship with the patient 
and also gives me that consistency of being present, especially with home health. I'm in their home a couple times a week. So kind of that more personal relationship and an opportunity to ask questions to someone that can take the time to explain it because I'm there 45 minutes twice a week rather than your doctor's office where you might get to see the doctor for five, 10 minutes. So that's the way I look at it. I look at understanding health information as part of the relationship I'm building with a patient and I get the advantage of seeing them more frequently than a lot of other healthcare providers. So I can really reinforce that questions lead to deeper understanding and I'm open for questions. I'm open to telling them about resources I know about that might be helpful for them. So you may not have that with all of your healthcare providers. So as a patient, you might need to, you know, ask those questions or call them back later or look up some information online from a reputable source. And that's how you're going to start to understand your own conditions better, um, such as a disease or a medication you've been provided at your doctor's visit. And definitely just don't be afraid to call back and ask a question or email them. There's tons of doctor's offices that have the email option now. Um, another thing that I want to encourage is just learning more about anatomy and physiology in general. So even when I went into college, I was an exercise science major. You take anatomy and physiology for a year and there's so much in there that I just never knew like about of course, we go way in depth compared to the normal, like your pancreas does this and your heart rate does that and things. But even just that basic understanding of how your cardiorespiratory system works together, why your muscles change with aging, why osteoporosis happens, things like that. Because then if you get a diagnosis, such as maybe you have diabetes, but you don't fully understand why that occurs then you're not going to understand why foods affect you the way that they do. So it just has this ripple effect of not understanding the way that that interacts with your body systems and then not fully understanding the treatment. And that understanding might help you to make better decisions. So today's quick tip conclusion is my encouragement to you to continue to explore health topics and learn more about them from reputable sources. Of course, always ask your providers when you're there at visits any questions you have, or like I said, use their email option or phone call option. Um, if you're working with like a therapy professional and you see them a few times a week, they are a great resource. And of course, I'm a little bit biased, but that is a nice way to get some of those questions answered because you have access to someone within the healthcare system who wants to understand why your body works the way it does and wants you to be stronger and wants you to be as independent as possible. So take advantage of that. Um, I also have the Aging Educated series of posts on the website, and I'll definitely link those in the show notes of this episode of the podcast on the website. And that is taking different systems and talking about how age affects them and how they work normally. So there's a few on there right now. There's one about bone health, one about muscle health, heart health, sleep health, and brain health are the ones that I can think of right now. I'm working on cardiac health, and I hope that will be available soon. And again, just remember, you can ask questions. That's what they're there for, is to help you understand and not just hand you a pamphlet and send you out the door. I know their visits are short a lot of times, but maybe they can send in their PA or one of their nurses to answer some of those questions after the fact. So make sure you are understanding terminology. I encourage you to read a little bit more about anatomy and physiology, either on my website or elsewhere that you trust. 
And if you get a new diagnosis, ask for more resources before you make any decisions. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to send any questions you have to Christine at agingwithability.com or comment on the website page associated with this podcast episode or on Facebook or other social media resources. Thanks again. Have a good day. Stay healthy.